Welcome back to the Rainy Day Horror Show. To all my peeps, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us on this beautiful Thursday. I hope your guys' work week is going swell so far, alright? We are almost towards the weekend, so we can party and just shop our little round tushies right off, okay? If you don't know who I am, I am Dusty McBalls. I am your host with the most. I am the certified cougar hunter. And I am the man with the biggest set of testicles. And on today's horror movie breakdown, we've got a great movie, alright? A great, well put together, interwoven fucking movie. That is the first time I have ever used interwoven in a very, very long time. Okay, today we are breaking down Trick or Treat. Not really breaking it down. I'm just going to tell about how great this movie is. Okay, it's, I loved it. All right, I loved it. And we will get into that shortly. All right, the rundown for this episode, like usual, we will start with the synopsis, or the CNOP, as it is known in the biz, alright? Then I'll go through the actors, the directors, the writers, just everybody involved in this movie, right? And then, I will give you my thoughts on this beautiful movie. They're gonna be great. My thoughts are amazing, alright? I thought this was the best fucking movie I've seen in a very long time, alright? And then, we will get to our favorite portion. Our favorite part of this episode, the Rotten Tomato Reviews, alright, so, without further ado, sit back, relax, escape this world and this reality with me for a good 20 to 30 minutes, alright, and then we're going to clock back in and we're going to fuck up the rest of the workday because tomorrow's motherfucking Friday. Alright? So, without further ado, let's get into this horror movie breakdown of Trick or Treat. So, the synopsis for this movie is Interwoven stories demonstrate that some traditions are best not forgotten as the residents of a small town face real ghosts and goblins on Halloween. Tales of terror revealed the consequences of extinguishing a jack-o'-lantern before midnight and a grumpy hermit's encounter with the sinister trick-or-treater. Ooh, spooky, ooh. Rating R for Specific reasons being some sexuality. Whoa, what the fuck was that? Some sexuality, nudity, language, horror, violence. All right, and there just isn't some sexual nudity in this fucking movie. Oh, there are titties galore. If you're a fan of the Badunka Dunks, this is your movie. 
Not as much as Piranha 3 Double D, but there are tits galore in this movie. Alright? The genre. Horror, mystery, and thriller. Original language. English. Director Michael Doug Hurdy. Doherty. I don't know how you say his last name. Sorry, Michael. Producer Brian Singer. Rydal. Rydal. Writer Michael Doug Hurdy or Doe Hurdy. Sorry again, Michael. Release date July 24th. 2012 streaming runtime an hour and 22 minutes production company legendary pictures and I'll tell you they had some legendary pictures when the tits were out all right like I said if you're a big fan of those you know those hoochies all right those hoochie mamas this is your movie all right Anna Paquin plays Laurie. Brian Cox plays Mr. Krieg. Dylan Baker plays Steven. Leslie Bibb plays Emma. Rochelle Eights plays Maria. And Sam Todd plays Rhonda. Alright? Those are just some. There's a lot more. But, yeah. I don't want to go through all of them. Okay. Now, let's get into the beautiful artwork of this fucking movie okay the reason i love this movie so much is because it's an anthology all right if you don't know what an anthology is for people that don't know it's basically a bunch of short mini stories within like a movie like a great example would be creep show like they have like they have the beginning is a is a story the middle is a story and then the end it's a story but what's different about trick or treat compared to creep show is they actually tied all of them in together, right? Like they have a bunch of little stories within this main story, right? And I'll give you a few examples here in a second. But it was great. It was beautifully done. I've never seen a movie where they've done it this way. I'm going to try my best to explain like how they did it. Because it, you really kind of have to see it to fully understand and it'll make sense. But some of my favorite like stories within this movie was this one guy. He was a de- the principal of the school, right? And there's this little chubby fat ginger kid, right? He was going around, you know, smashing pumpkins, being a little dickwad and stealing people's candies, right? So he, the little ginger, went up to the principal's house right and so what happened is he started taking one piece of candy and he's like you know what i'm gonna take the entire basket so he went to dump the entire basket into his little fucking what is it pillowcase trick-or-treat bag right and the principal is like really you have to do that thankfully i just went and got more candy and he persuades you know the chubby little redhead kid to sit down on the step And what happens is that, you know, the little kid starts eating some of the candy he just stole. And next thing you know, he starts throwing up profusely just all over the place. I had to close my eyes because I cannot handle vomit. And this was, yeah, it was disgusting, right? And so the principal is like, oh, great. Another one this year. So 
he grabs the little kid and he starts dragging him into the house, right? And he drags him all the way to the back and there's this little grave and there's already a person, another trick-or-treater in said grave that's not fully dead yet. And basically, the dad um, buries the red-headed kid in that grave and this is, oh, this was a great twist in this little story because the entire time while he while the principal is burying this little redheaded kid in the backyard his son he keeps shouting out of a sec second story window I, th I assume it would be his bedroom right and it keeps telling his dad like hey dad i want to carve pumpkins hey dad come in here blah 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 and the dad the principal is trying to bury this body and he's yelling at his kid to, you know shush shut your little trap right and so what happens is after he's done burying the body they go inside and the dad is like kind of irritated and he brings he grabs this knife from the kitchen and holds it behind his back right so you think you know he's gonna murder the kid right so the principal slash dad follows said son little kid probably around like nine years old into the basement and the kid is sitting down in the chair, in a chair. He goes up next to this table and sits down in a chair. But you don't see what's on that table, okay? Because the camera is facing the stairs and it's backing up as the principal slash dad is coming towards the kid. And you see the dad finally reach behind the kid, right? He's just right there. And you see him raise the knife. And you think, you think he's going to stab his son. Trust me, I did. I was like, stab that annoying little prick just make him bleed like that's what I was thinking right but then the dad slams the knife down and you know where it goes not into his son it goes into the fat little ginger boy's head yeah just stabs it and then that's the pumpkin allegedly pumpkin that they were carving right I thought the same thing that is a major fucking twist that I did not see coming it was really really good I don't know what Grud is, but it was that. Alright. Another one of my little favorite stories that they had in this movie was of a vampire and werewolf orgy. Yeah, you heard me. A werewolf orgy with the vampire present. So, it then, like, it's going to be a little out of order, so it might not connect all together, people, so I'm sorry, I'm trying to, I'm just going to give you guys, like, my three favorite little stories within this story, and so, about maybe halfway through the movie, you see this couple, well, not couple, but a vampire, a guy dressed up as a vampire, making out with this other girl, right, and so, he's making out with her, she's feeling all euphoric from the kissing, and next thing you know, she has a bunch of, like, cuts and, like, stuff on her. And he ultimately kills her and stuff like that because he's a vampire, right? So, as he starts maneuvering through the town, right? Because there's a town party this entire time that, like, this movie's taking place. There's a huge Halloween party, block party, basically. And he's maneuvering through this field, right? Of people, of just succulent little A-positive, O-negative blood bags, right? He's just maneuvering through like a white blood cell just keeps on going right and so as he's like you know walking around he sees this girl okay this girl that's dressed like little red riding hood 
okay? Now I'm going to pause right here. I'm going to go back to the beginning of the movie where you are introduced to said red, little red riding hood. I almost said redheaded girl, but I meant little red riding hood, right? And she is with three other friends, okay? So they are all getting costumes ready at the local spirit Halloween. Shout out spirit. And they're all trying on these, you know, costumes. They're going to go to a costume party and all that, but they need dates. All right. So this one blonde hair girl, she gets a date. This, these two, I think they're black girls. Okay. I'm sorry. That might be racist and you can call me out if it is, but I think they're black. All right. I apologize. And they also have two dates. This camera guy, these camera guys that take the blonde haired girl and I would assume they're twins. I think in the movie they're twins. And takes them to said party out in the woods. Now, Little Red Riding Hood needs a date. And so the other three are giving her, like, advice to hit on people and, you know, just get people. And so what happens is Little Red Riding Hood stays in town to look for said date. While the other three go with their three dates to said forest okay and then as like the movie progresses because it cuts from that part to a different story and then it comes back to it about halfway through and once it comes back to it halfway through you see that that vampire guy has a keen eye on little red riding hood okay so as he you know she as well, as he and she notice each other, she plays a little hard to get. So she's just like, oh, well, I'm just going to start walking to the forest, see if he follows me. And he does. And on the way to the forest, once they're on this trail, they get to, you know, this like little open clearing, kind of. I just burped. Sorry if you heard that. And she can hear twigs breaking and stuff like that blah 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 just the whole scary walking in the woods alone kind of aspect and she turns around and says whoever's out there you're not funny and this is really really annoying and the next thing you know she turns back around vampire boy is in front of her and he was about to suck her blood right but then she like does something because then it cuts to the fire where everybody is at all right, and you see the blonde-haired, blonde-haired girl, kind of like freaking out, like, "Oh God, I hope she's gonna be here on time." Stuff like that, right? So, as she's kind of talking to the twins and she's trying to call Little Red Riding Hood, the vampire drops in the middle of the fucking, you know, thing, right? And right in front of the middle of the fire, right? Not in the fire, but near the fire, in the whole, in the middle of this gaggle, right? And then next thing you know, you see a little red riding hood pop up and she kind of plants herself on top of him. They're about to get down and dirty, right? That's what this scene is implying. And you see little red riding hood whisper in his ear, this is my first time, right? Ooh, right? Ooh, ooh, right? Gets the old giblets going, doesn't it? It does. Trust me, don't think I'm weird because you, you, no, I'm not the weird one here, okay? You were thinking the same exact thing, all right? So, as, you know, 
she whispers that to him. All of the sudden, these women, it's just an all-woman party, okay? They get fangs, right? They get yellow, bright yellow. The neon green slash yellow. The stomach acid yellow eyes, right? And then the camera pans around this campfire and you see dead bodies all over the place. Next thing you know, all of these women just decide to get fucking naked and it's just tits galore just out in front of you just saying, hey, how are you? Did you have a good day? Did you break your leg at work? Oh, that sucks. Here, let me let me rub it for you kind of thing. That's what it was. And just, they're out there. They're just in your face, right? And then it starts, you know, scene progresses. They're all dancing. They're all being um, erotic. Is that the word? I think that's the word. And next thing you know, they all start ripping their fucking skin off and turn into werewolves. Not even kidding. These are fucking werewolf women that just decide to have a fucking orgy with a bunch of men that are probably incapacitated, just laying there. But that's what happened, right? And then the scene ends, all right? On to the third, well, my third favorite story of this movie. It's actually the beginning, all right? Because, you know, Halloween tradition, I love Halloween, you know? The whole Halloween thing is so fucking cool. And this is basically one of the oldest fucking holidays in the world that is celebrated. Like, it is so fucking cool. Just the legends and the just the traditions behind everything. So fucking dope. So this one goes, like, around that aspect, okay? You opens up... the Well, the movie opens up with this couple walking home and this... Woman, for some reason, fucking hates Halloween. Don't know why. It didn't really get to it, from what I can remember. But she hates Halloween. And so what happens is, she goes to blow out a pumpkin before midnight. And the husband, or the boyfriend's like, no, don't do not do that. What do you, no. Bad things happen. It's bad karma. Don't do it. You're going to die if you, if you do it. And she blows it out. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Karen. Well, his name's not Karen. Darren. We'll call him Darren. I don't give a fuck. Darren. And she blows it out. And she goes up to the porch with her hubby. And they start talking. And she's like, so you're going to take these down tonight? And he's like, no, I'm going to take them down tomorrow. I was thinking we could go up into the bedroom and get a little busy. Right? Get a little freaky on Halloween night. All Hallows Eve. Right? She was about to meet the... I can't remember, I don't know, um, I don't know an analogy for like a monster that could be related to a dick, so that was supposed to go there and it utterly failed, but you know, they were going to go rock the sheets, right, she was going to be the arrow to his smith, okay, and so she sees the defeat in his eyes because she's like, fine, I will just do the decorations tonight, and he's like, oh, but I wanted to, you know, put a thing in a place, right? And she sees that he's a little defeated and she goes, okay, go upstairs and put on the tape. So this dude runs upstairs, puts on a porno and starts, you know, sitting there, basking in the glory of porn, okay? 
And so the wife, the woman, she goes down and just starts taking down all of... They haven't fucked yet. They haven't fucked yet. She, he rushes inside, right? And she stays out there and she starts taking down these decorations, right? And then you see Sam. Cute little Sam. I would love to have him as a child. He's just so cute and murderous. It's just awesome, okay? Well, he notices her taking down all of the Halloween decorations. I just almost said Christmas. Holy shit. But she's taken on all of the Halloween decorations. And next thing you know, Sam gets a little upset. So what he does is he hides under the sheets. Well, a sheet that the girl's about to take down. And he jumps out, gets her on the ground, and he stabs her in the neck with his little lollipop. Right? And then blood sprays everywhere. Right, like, at the exact time that these three trick-or-treaters are coming by so then they run off and then sam the beautiful little devil that he is decides to display her as a halloween decoration under the sheet that he just murdered her in and then it cuts back to the man in the bedroom who passed out after whacking off just fucking going to town on his um gold member austin powers joke sorry i had to do something and so, as he's, you know, asking where his girlfriend is, he walks outside, a lot of, like, anticipation happens, and then he pulls down the exact sheet that she's under, and he screams, and then that officially kicks off Trick or Treat. It's a great fucking movie, people. Go out and watch it, okay? It is just succulent. It's a succulent baby lamb, okay? It was, it was awesome, all right? I highly recommend it because that's only three of, like, the 40 different fucking stories that they, like, you know, put in there. And if you know it's an anthology, it's easier to pick up on all, like, the other micro stories that are in said, um, like, movie. And it makes those weird cuts to a different group of people more like, oh, okay, this is the beginning of a new story. So, go out and watch it, alright? I highly recommend it, especially with Tricker not trick-or-treating, especially with Halloween being right around the corner, okay? It's going to be a great Halloween movie if you want to watch it then, all right? But now, before we close out this episode, it's time for the Rotten Tomato Reviews, okay? So, the tomato meter, the tomato meter, gave it an 82%, and the audience score was 72%, all right? The critics' consensus is... A deftly crafted tribute to Halloween legends. Trick or Treat hits all the genre marks with gusto and old-fashioned suspense. The first review of tonight comes from Tasha Robinson from Polygon. Top critic. There are a lot of tricks in this movie and a lot of treats. That isn't just a cheesy Halloween reference. It's the visible intended design of this funny, weird, sometimes actually unsettling movie. Next one comes from Caroline Narby. Bitch Media. Top Critic. I really enjoyed the story in Trick or Treat that features Rhonda, a clearly autistic girl. The next 
review comes from Joe Leiden from Variety, Top Critic. This slick and twisted effort should enjoy lengthy shelf life as a Halloween perennial. The next one comes from Brian Eggert, Deep Focus Review. The film is simply too original and too fun to be considered anything less than a creative achievement. The next review comes from David Nussar from Real Film Reviews. Compelling subject matter that is, for the most part, employed to lackluster and surprisingly tedious effect. There are so many big words in there, I have no fucking idea what it means, but his rating was 2 out of 4, so I'm just going to assume that it wasn't a good review. So David, kick rocks, okay? The next and final review of tonight comes from Stephanie Archer from Film Inquiry. Trick or Treat lives up to its reputation taking the traditions of the holiday and wielding them into a horrific tale of lore, murder, and revenge. See, it's a good movie, people. Go out and watch it, and you will be like, Dusty, I agree, okay? The critics said it was good, except for David. Fuck David. And Dusty, you said it's good, and you have no film, like, background or anything, so obviously you were a great source to come to for horror movies and I would be yes you were right okay it is a great movie and yes I do have great taste in movies okay but seriously jokes aside this was a great movie go out and watch it and you will thank me later okay I've never steered you guys wrong yet except maybe for Piranha god that movie was fucking awful oh that was awful but that's gonna do it for this episode okay I hope you guys, you know, enjoyed it. Hope you guys go out and watch it, alright? Now, let's just get through the fucking weekend. Well, the week. We don't want to get through the weekend, but let's get through the week, okay? Um, coming up this Saturday, Sunday. I didn't mean Saturday, I meant Sunday. We are doing, like I said earlier, like, dead people that were accidentally mistaken as Halloween props, which is going to be interesting. It's going to be a good episode, so tune in for that. Another, what else, what else, what else? Another thing. So, Halloween is Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday. So, I'm going to be releasing my, you know, my normal horror story Reddit, short Reddit horror story. Don't know why I fucked that up. That's going to be coming out at noon, and then I'm going to be doing the Halloween special at probably 2. Is going to be when it, it releases. And then after that, at... 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central, and 5.30 p.m. Pacific. Me, Gabby, and one of my best friends from the UK, Tommy Cullums from the Let's Get Freaky podcast. We are doing a live show. So follow me on Instagram at the Rainy Day Horror Show, and you will see it on my like on my Instagram story. It'll be on there, okay? So, tune in for that. Like I said, 
8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central, 5.30 p.m. Pacific, okay? But I'm going to let you guys go now. I hope you guys have a good rest of the week, and I hope you guys have a great weekend, okay? Remember, stay frosty, stay foxy, and most importantly, the most important thing on this fucking planet, stay safe. I love y'all. Deuces.